Hello and welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Trillionaire. Back at it again, years or at least a long time before <laughs> since the last one. Um, I've been severely just off. Just I just dropped off. I'm just, I, I, I just I just dropped off. Um, I was trying to do better podcasts. I was trying to. Write outlines first and then research everything that I'm going to talk about. Make sure I have uh, points that are making sense, not just from my intuition, but from a research standpoint, from a evidence-based, you know, fact, factual uh, standpoint. But I'm a procrastinator, unfortunately. I'm a chronic, terrible procrastinator. Um, so all that did was give me more opportunity to procrastinate. I looked at the outline. I said, oh, this outline isn't done. I should wait. Okay, okay, I finished the outline. All right, I, oh, I don't have enough research on these points. I got to make sure I, what I'm talking about is accurate and 100%. So I go and research them and say, oh, there's a lot of research to do for this topic. It's very complex. So I'm doing that research. Weeks later, oh, okay, I, got, I think I got the research. But wait, I think I need more evidence. You know, this only has one point of evidence. This has two I need at least three points of evidence for every piece I'm talking about so I can, you know, make sure I'm accurate. And, you know, it goes on like that. So, <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm not even doing this podcast to be, you know, something that, that a whole bunch of people listen to and, and, and go off and do extravagant things. What this podcast is really meant right now at this point in time is, again, which is something I freaking knew and stated a long time ago, is for me to practice to practice talking, to practice expressing my ideas, to just be better at speaking and, and you know, communicating what I want to do in life and uh, what I think can happen with the world to make it a better place. Um, if people see it and people are inspired by it, then sure, yeah, great, whatever. But what I'm really trying to do is help myself to be in an uncomfortable place so that I can grow. And I forgot that. You know, I tried to be fancy with it. I tried to be... Um, I try to romanticize it, but Gary Vee says it best. You don't need, you don't romanticize your art. You know, you don't romanticize your work. You put it out there and let it happen. You know, you just got to produce. You got to make, 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 make. And eventually quantity becomes quality because of practice, because of consistency, because of perseverance, because you gain followers who are, who are interested, interested in you not because of, you know, how, how fancy or how clean or how, you know, whatever you are, but because of just your, the, the core, they, they, they resonate with the core messaging that you're, that you're giving them. You, they're, they're resonating with the core idea of what you're about. And that's what I want to really focus on with my podcast at this point in time. Um, I don't even have a whole lot of time to, you know, do these podcasts, to, to write outlines and all that stuff, um, just like the, on the bus on the bus or in the train before work and stuff like that. So that's why I'm going to crack these podcasts out as much as I can. I'm not even going to give myself a, a, a debt. Well, I'm going to give myself a deadline. I need deadlines <laughs> um, so I can procrastinate up to the right <laughs> last second. But I'm not going to give myself a, oh, I got to do these on, on, on these days. I'm just going to say I, I need three podcasts a month or, or something like that and see where that goes. I need to be consistent with myself and I need to just, you know, just keep cracking these out. Because what I love um, 
doing is is taking ideas complex ideas big ideas you know super ambitious amazing things that that um, are, are concepts rather that I think would truly change the world would truly change how we act how we behave how we do things in life and I want to talk about these things I want to I want to put them out in the world and, and see how, how, how they splash and um, how they fare I want to take them out of my head take them out of my head and really dissect them vocally and out loud so that I'm, I'm kind of forced myself to, to um, I guess, just to dissect my own ideas. <laughs> I'm just repeating myself now. But in the essence of this, I'm back with these podcasts. They're going to be ugly and, and as, as freaking rough as ever. But I'm back and I'm going to do my best to be consistent with it. Um, the main thing that spurred this on is just I was I was... You know, on the bus today, I didn't put any music on, didn't put any podcast on, didn't put any audiobooks on. Just sat there and thought about how I'm feeling, about what I'm thinking. And I just realized I'm, I'm not in a good spot right now. Um, I mean, I kind of I kind of like what I'm doing, kind of enjoy my job and stuff like that. But it's not really what I'm passionate about. It's not it's not what makes me happy in the morning or anything like that. I don't get that feeling at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna say at all. Like it's, it's a cool job I do, but I, I'm not. I don't think I'm I'm where I can be. So uh, these podcasts are, are a way for me to to feel better about you know my own journey, my own path forward, because it makes me happy to talk about ideas. And whenever I think about okay, what should I be doing in life? What 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 makes me happy? Whenever I talk about this to myself or with others, I always always come back to this. To not really podcast, but to expressing ideas, to 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 finding, conceiving, um, conceptualizing—that's the same thing—but uh, dissecting and building cool ideas, right? And I don't know a better word for that. I don't know the career path for that. I've tried so many things, and quite frankly, I just don't think that the world as it is now has the type of career that I actually want to do. I don't want to be an engineer. I hate, I'm not going to say hate, but I really do not like building things in, a, in, in, such a, in such a roundabout way. Like it feels like to be an engineer, whether it's software or, or mechanical, uh, you're, you're not really building what you want to build. You're building around the constraints of today's current tools in order to get something close to maybe what you kind of want to create. <laughs> and that really frustrates me to no end. When I'm coding a website, when I'm uh, c- trying to create a, a program or anything like that, I'm looking at this code like, why the hell are you fighting me? I hate this. That's the part I hate, really. Not the engineering itself, but the fighting of the tools to, to do what I want to do. I don't want to sit there and program and be like, oh, wh- 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 what language should I use? Or what framework? And then after that, that had to figure out all right, what's the right syntax here? What's the, <laughs> what's the right functions I got to put in here? I don't care about that. God damn it. I want to create exactly what I want to create. And that's why like stuff like Flubby, my idea to um, have like a digital Play-Doh system online so that you can drag and drop, not, not just drag and drop, but you can really mold your exact idea exactly how you want it without having to fight the, the software, the tools itself, you know, um, and I always come back to that idea. I always come back to Flubby when I'm thinking about, you know, the things I want to create in life and, and how I want to really get up to where I want to be. Um, I always come back to Flubby because that is like the, the quintessence, the, the quintessential tool, I think, 
that the world needs right now, that I need right now to really enjoy um, my path in life. Um, I've tried freaking Photoshop. I tried Unity. I tried Unreal. I tried Ruby. I tried Python. I tried JavaScript. I tried uh, freaking building computers. I tried, you know, all this stuff. And it's, it's just not it for me. It's just not. So um, whether writing or podcasting or trying to create something, I need a better tool. And I think a lot of people really do, too. A lot of people. And the, 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 um, the reason behind that is because when you ask people what they want to do in life, it's, it's often around, at, in terms of people who, who, back up a second. So there are people who know what they want to do. They want to be caretakers. They want to be teachers. They want to be engineers. They want to do this, that, and the other. But when you ask like the 70% of people who don't want to do any of that, Usually it's around creating something and they won't say it. They won't be like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to create blah, 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 because they they already are conditioned to the tools that we have now. They're conditioned to think that being creative means being a good artist at at, um, being a good writer or being a good um, sketch artist or being good, you know, graphic um, artists and stuff like that. They're programmed already to think that's what being creative means. But when you really get down to what they want to do. And they say, oh, I want to talk about, um, um, let's say I want to talk about my passion. You know, I want to create this thing, this weird little, little thing. <laughs> um, they might have something very specific that they want to do, but they won't say, they won't, they won't really um, believe that they can do that thing because the tools right out right now don't allow them to, you know. Um, and you can see more of this as, as more tools come out for people to create and for people to express themselves. Things like podcasts, like this Anchor app, things like writing on Medium, you know, that allows uh, far more people to create when they didn't think they can create. A lot of people wanted to tell stories, but they thought they had to be a freaking publicist or rather they thought they had to be a a, um, a college learned writer. To, um, in order to create fiction, in order to create nonfiction, in, in order to create whatever type of story they wanted to create. But now the doors have been broken down by the Internet with blogging and with, um, you know, just social media, really, where people can just write and they can really put their stories out there just like that. And the same thing has gone has been doing uh, um, happening with YouTube and podcasting. The reason that has been so freaking huge, despite the many, 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 many problems involved with being a youtuber or with being a podcaster people love it because they can create when they didn't um where they didn't before where they couldn't before before you know if you say i wanted to talk about pokemon you're like okay talk about pokemon but you're not going to make a career out of it but now you can you can be a youtube star uh, uh, um personnel uh, you know the term a youtube a YouTuber, basically, that's just talking about Pokemon, that's going across all the history of Pokemon, is looking at the newest games, doing about that, whatever, and you're telling, you're just sharing your passion with the world. You can be a podcaster talking about games and, and this and that and the other and have, have your freedom to do whatever um, you, that you want with that idea, that passion, that concept. And that has been possible because the tools to create have become um, accessible. The tools have become accessible. And so that is what I want to replicate with everything else in life. When, if you say you look outside, hey, I want, to build, um, I want to build my dream house. I don't want to sit here and work with an architecture and 
spend stupid amounts of money and stupid amounts of time and, and waste tons of uh, tons of you know effort on trying to create this 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 house that's kind of like my, per- my my dream house but it's not really it's just constrained by the current you know uh tools available no i want to create my dream house and so i want to create a tool where people can be like okay this is my, i want a freaking three-story three-story hotel with a, a pool inside and the gym and basketball court and freaking uh zero gravity all right you can do all of that with this tool right here maybe now maybe it won't work in real life but you can build it you can make it look like it's real because it's three-dimensional and then even better we have virtual reality so now you can technically live in that house in virtual reality and that's the greatest opportunity of this century this freaking the confluence of tools the internet and virtual reality and other tools like that where um where your dreams can literally become real it doesn't matter how far-fetched they are it doesn't matter how crazy you think it is or how unrealistic it seems now is the is the age where we will be able to make these things happen and so that is what i want to build that is what i want to do so freaking bad and it's hard <laughs> of course it's hard because it's a tool that doesn't exist right now. It's a tool that whenever I talk about it, people are like, oh, there's, there's already Photoshop. There's already this. There's already that. I'm like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> you're, you're constrained. Your ideas are constrained by the current tools, man. We need something more flexible. We need something more, more just expansive, more capable, right? And I could talk about this tool all day. But the point is that... Um, we need better stuff to create right now, and I want to create that. I want to make this podcast talking about all the ways that, he, that, that um, my tool, Flubby, can be used and all the ways um, we can have better ideas in the world to, to, to loosen people's ideas, to, to make them believe in something big again, to make them believe in the unbelievable again. Because we've been too, we've been too limited by... Um, about what we perceive as limits. And that's, this is the worst time to do that. This is the worst time to, to, to think on such a small scale because the world is changing so fast. Tools are increasing and becoming um, so much more accessible nowadays. And it's imperative that people realize the opportunities here, the possibilities here, because otherwise we'll be stranded here you know trying to do the same old jobs while come while automation comes robots come and we're stuck you know in our in our in our limited mind mindsets if you ever want to make sure that we're competitive with robots or or competitive with the the hundreds of millions the billions of other people coming online now from like africa from asia from um middle east from wherever in the world we as a um, people who've already been in society, who have already been in quote unquote first world countries, we need to stop thinking about our our um, our abilities, about our life in the limited box that is our current nine to five jobs or our, or our um, tools that we have already. But yeah, um, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. This is this is fun. I like this. I was I was depressed very much um, earlier today because I just felt like I didn't know what made me happy. I didn't know what 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 really what I was really passionate about. But of course I knew. 
I always know. <laughs> I've known for a very long time. I'm, I feel like I'm so self-aware that sometimes I, I let myself forget that I'm self-aware just so that, just so that I feel less restless, just so that I feel less frustrated with, with um, where I am. Because I've known like since I was freaking middle school, no, since elementary school, what I wanted to do in life. I knew <laughs> um, what I wanted to build. I knew the type of the world I wanted to live in. But every year, every day, every week, um, every freaking second that I wake up and it's not there, that I didn't build it yet, I feel bad. I feel like I failed myself. So I, t- <coughs> oh, excuse me. So I tend to forget, I let myself forget my own self-awareness. I let myself forget my own desires just so that I can feel a little bit better <laughs> about the, <laughs> the lack of progress I've made in making this happen. But no more, because that is not sustainable. That's not helpful. The best way I can, the best thing I can do for myself, and I think anybody can do for themselves, is, is take their self-awareness, and no matter how far out, how ambitious, how unrealistic they are, their ideal passion seems, just keep working on it. Keep working on it. Because eventually, you might go through some downs. You might go through some terrible downs. You might freaking, you know, <laughs> end up on the street, goddammit. <laughs> uh, you might, I don't know, some... Sad stuff might happen, to be honest with you. But some sad stuff will happen anyways. Some tragic things will happen anyways. Some accidents, some, some failures, some, some epic betrayals. All of that will happen anyways. Because we are not in control of this life. We are not in control of this world. Things happen and we have to do our best to use those as opportunities, not as barriers. We have to use all these problems all these friction points, all these failures in our lives as opportunities to grow, as, as, as greater possibilities to be better people, to, to, as stronger foundations, to be anti-fragile. We have to use these for our own benefit, not for our, for our harm. We can't let, the, we can't let it destroy us because it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm not making enough money. I need to go do something that I don't enjoy so I can make some more money. Oh, I, I, I'm not freaking, I got to pay my bills. I got to pay my debts. I got to help my mom. I got to, you know, make sure my girlfriend's happy. I got to do all this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget my dreams and I'm going to go do something more, quote unquote, realistic. Something more, quote unquote, practical. But what ends up happening is that we wake up. 25 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, 80 years old, on the deathbed, and we hate our lives. We wasted our lives. We feel like, oh, yeah, I paid those bills, but I didn't enjoy my life. I helped my mom, but now I resent her. I made my girlfriend happy, but it only lasted a couple years, and we got divorced or we got separated. Because she saw I wasn't happy and she, she didn't really enjoy that one-sidedness. I paid off my debts, but 
I'm still left with a debt in my heart. <laughs> the point is that life is always going to be, there's always going to be some hard shit in life. There's always going to be some crazy stuff going on in life. And I feel like the only thing that really makes it freaking useful, the only thing that really makes life worth living is doing something worth living for. Is doing something that, that really makes us happy, that really makes us passionate, you know, because otherwise we're just, you know, we might as well be like every other animal, every other animal who is just doing things to survive. We have a brain. We can think about what we're doing. We don't have to just go get food, go get uh, habitat, go procreate. Because we've been given a brain or we've, we've evolved into, a, uh, into sentience. And so it's about time that we, <laughs> we remember that this sentience comes with that greater emotional um, weight, that gravity. That gravity can be, can be seen as weight, can be seen as baggage, but can also be seen as an opportunity to slingshot your way into space. That gravity can become its own energy source. That gravity can become its own tool to create something bigger. So yeah, boom, baby. Let's get it. <laughs>